Hello from whatever part of the world you're listening to. This time I will teach you man up. You're about to have an amazing, amazing time and an inspiring time with different guests, different speakers, and of course, yours truly will be on board. So welcome on board to have an amazing time with us. On this is welcome this time out to Chair Emmanuel. Um, like always, we've been having amazing um, time. This this year has been packed with a lot and a lot of interesting topics, interesting guests, amazing guests. And then today is no exception of what God is about to do with us. So um, on last episode of Time Out to Chair Emmanuel, I spoke on the topic, there is more. And then highlighting that um, those who stay with God get more with God. And then what God, what's all that um, we've seen that God has done isn't all that God will do. And then all that we've um, experienced with God isn't all there is more. As far as we journey with God, we keep journeying with God, we get more with God. And so we spoke about a lot of stuff and then we said our lives as Christians is progressive. It means that we move from one level to another level if we stay with God. I mean, that's supposed to be our identity. That's supposed to be what um, our experiences should be as Christians or as individuals or as children of God. So we move from one level to another level. Also, one of the things we said is um, um, also in experiencing more with God is that um, life is beyond um, what we what life is beyond um, just being counted among sensors. Life is beyond um, being um, numbers, or life is life is far far more. Um, there's there's more basically um, to life than just existing. Um, we, we are on earth for a purpose, we are on earth for an assignment, we are here for something really, really more important than just having families, um, the, the normal traditional way that everybody would think or expect life should be, there is more. God called us for something and then um, it is very much important that for us to experience more with God, we have to have, have it at the back of our mind that we are also living for more. And, and also, um, also the, 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 the video, the audio, it's saved on YouTube, it's on Spotify, basically everywhere. So you can still um, dish in or lash into what um, we spoke about um, on the last episode of Time on Literature and Manor. So today, we'll just go right into it. Um, uh, my topic, before I tell you my topic, let's, let's read um, a scripture. Proverbs 23, verse 18. For surely there is an end. And thy expectation shall not be cut off. For surely there is an end, and thy expectation will not be cut off. So my topic today is there is an end. There is an, an end. So basically, uh, one of the things that I am, I want to do tonight is to encourage someone that um, no matter what you're faced with, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the enemy has thrown at you, whatever um, you're going that you're experiencing at the moment that isn't. Um, of God, whatever you're going through that you're trying to adjust to, that isn't, um, that is probably one of the unlikely situations or whatever the case may be, whatever you're going through, what I have for you today is that there is an end. Um, it's, it doesn't matter how, how um, messed up the situation is or how, how messed up the situation is or whatever it is, there is an end. So basically, um, that is my word for each and every one of us tonight on time out with the church manner. So anything that ha- that is that um, anything that that is a threat to our expectation, um, one of the things I want to tell us tonight is that there is an end to there is an end to it. A- anything that is a threat to our expectation, anything that is 
that points to be um, a threat to our expectation or, or the future that we have in mind or whatever it is, whatever um, situation, there is an end to it. Um, nothing the enemy does last. Nothing the enemy does last. No matter what it is, nothing the enemy gives you or the devil gives you um, last as well. So um, in no matter what circumstance you are at the moment or whatever you're faced with at the moment, it's it cannot last um, as far as you stay with God. And then would journey as we, we dive into the topic tonight, um, we'll have a glimpse of what um, I have in store. But, but one thing I want us to understand is that um, nothing the enemy does last and nothing the enemy gives last as well. So um, it doesn't matter what you're going through and they are considering um, going to get something in quotes from the devil or the devil is trying to present something to you. Um, it cannot last. Nothing that the enemy gives lasts. It will only diminish. It cannot increase. It will only go down. Time will tell. So um, for a lot of people, I think this is very peculiar to young people at the moment. Um, you see a lot of stuff going going around and everybody wants to have sharp money and all of that. Even if now they're enjoying it, but it will not last. Nothing that the enemy gives to you lasts. And nothing that the devil gives to you lasts. So only what is from God um, will last. Only what is from God cannot diminish. Only what is from God cannot, redu- cannot be reduced. So if we stay with God, we will get all with God. So, like I said, if you're going through any situation, no matter what it is, there is an end to it. Proverbs 4.18 says, But the part of the just, or the uncompromisingly just and righteous, is like the light of dawn that shines that shines more and more, brighter and clearer, until it reaches its full strength and glory, the perfect day to be prepared. So, it's only what comes from God that lasts. It's only what comes from God that um, increases. It is only what comes from God uh, that is trustworthy. It is only what comes from God that we can bank on. So, um, no matter what the situation is, as far as it is not God that has done that, we know that there is an end to it. As believers or as children of God, our lives wouldn't um, wouldn't be without some few turbulences. Um, this is it's as a student of God. It doesn't it doesn't mean that oh, because we're children of God, um, some things will not happen, some unlikely situations will not happen, or some things that we some some storms will not come. As children of God, it our lives are not without that, but we we are sure that we have. Um, peace in those storms. We have victory even in those storms. So, but um, despite the turbulences that um, our lives would, would that would face at some point in time, would always come out victorious. We would always land at the place that God has proposed for us to land. So, despite whatever it is that you're going through at the moment, um, just know that God is take, where God wants you to be. God is going to take you there. Psalm ninety-one verse seven says, "Though a thousand Though a thousand fall at your side, though ten thousand are dying around you, this evil will not touch you. The enemy cannot distort the plan of God for us. Whatever it is, um, there is an end to it. So despite the economic situation, despite hardship, despite war, despite tragedy, we will come out victorious. Our our end is, is victory. Um, at every point in time. So no matter what that circumstances is at this point in time in your life, in um, whatever it is, if your life, someone close to you, the word for them is there is an end to it. It's 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 cannot last. It cannot um, 
you cannot have the better part of them and then of course yeah would always come out victorious so psalm 30 verse 5 says for his anger lasts only a moment but his favor lasts a lifetime weeping may last through the night but joy comes in the morning means that we as children of god our end is can only be victory our end can we will only always come out victorious we will always have joy at the end of the day so no matter what that dark situation is at, the, at this po uh, point in time joy is coming in the morning so i don't know what you're going through and then i don't know what you're faced with or what you're experiencing at the moment and you're almost giving up and then um you're already saying oh the year is ending um you've given up on god or whatever it is i want you to know at this point in time that there is an end to that situation and then it is not over yet so i think i think this is probably like a follow-up to last episode of time out with chair manor which you should listen to it if you haven't or, or watch um the last episode so no matter what it is um even if you've given up i don't know whatever that situation is i'm just here to tell you that there is an end to that situation that's um thing that has been bothering you whatever it is there is an end to it so you're that's that breakthrough or that promotion that we're still expecting or you're, you're almost giving up on i want you to still have hope um your hope should be alive your faith should be alive knowing fully well that um whatever the circumstances may be at this time there is an end to it so um that promotion or that expectation that we feel like will not happen um will definitely happen whatever the enemy has done against us um even if even if um oof, 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 if in their mind or the enemy's mind they've already finalized it here to say that um it there is an end to it we will come out victorious from that situation god will be glorified in that situation that you feel like oh you've given up on at the end of the day god will be glorified and then in jesus mighty name you're coming out victorious so one thing that we have to know is that tribulations are temporary that storm is temporary. Those tribulations, those circumstances, those stuffs that have been giving you sleepless nights, that have been making you cry at night, or whatever the case may be, it is only temporary. Um, those tribulations are only temporary. So no matter what you're going through, no matter what you're facing, one thing that we also have to note is that we're not we're not we're not alone. Um, we serve a God that sees everything, and then He goes with us despite even when we don't when it feels like um he's not in the situation we serve a god that is so committed to um, ensuring that we prosper in everything that we do that we have peace that we come out victorious so everything every tribulation whatever it, it is that you feel like you're going alone you're not alone god is with you right in the middle of that situation or that um circumstance or that tribulation as the case may be so because god hasn't showed up yet doesn't mean he wouldn't show up I mean, there are countless of, of stories that we can start drawing, um, start drawing right now as examples to how God showed up to a different occasion. Well, I'll leave that for later. But one thing is certain, one thing is sure, you're not alone. Um, we have, we serve a God that sees everything and knows everything. And then we are not alone. And in that circumstances, there is an end to it. So, um, Psalm 23 verse 4 says, Even when I walk through the darkest valley, I will not be afraid for you you are close beside me, your rod and your staff protect and comfort me. So yeah, um, no matter what it is, 
even if you're going through a rough path, you're going through a difficult um, time, God is with you. That is one of the confidence that we should have, and then that is what should back up, um, should back up our actions. Our life should be centered on the fact that we know that at every single time, at every um, no matter what it is, God is with us, despite and in spite of that situation. So, um, why do we face tribulations? I know um, a lot of people will say, oh, if there's a God, why do I face tribulations? If um, God is alive, if God is real, why did he allow this happen? Why did he uh, do this? Why did he... A lot of things would come to our mind when... Um, but why do we face tribulations? One of the reasons why we face tribulations, one is, um, so the name of the Lord will be exalted. So the name of the Lord will be exalted. So we face tribulations because... Um, Sometimes, so that the name of the Lord will be exalted. Exodus 14, verse 4 says, I will harden, make stubborn, strong Pharaoh's hearts, that he will pursue them, and I will gain honor and glory over Pharaoh and all his host, and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, and they did so. So, um, for this, this is the story of, of how God was, was taking um, the Israelite from Egypt to the Promised Land. And then you see that at every point in time, he would tell Moses, okay, go back to go back to Pharaoh. And then he would harden Pharaoh's heart. And then Pharaoh, in his own mind, and his, everybody's, in his own, he felt like, oh, he was the one that was in charge of everything. And then he would say, oh, I'm not letting them go. But God was making his, was hardening his heart so that his, his name would be glorified in that situation. So tribulations come so that God can express and show forth his almightiness. So that situation that you're going through, might just be that God wants to exalt himself, even in that situation. He wants to exalt himself in your life. He wants to exalt himself um, to the people that feel like they're trying to do, do you harm and, and the like. So um, Daniel 3 verse 27 to 29 says, And then the high officers, officials, governors, and advisors crowded around them and saw that the fire had not touched them. This is talking about Shadrach. Meshach and Abednego, how they were put into fire because they said they were not going to um, serve another God except the living God. And then 28 says, Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angel to rescue his servants who trusted in him. They defied the king's command and were willing to die rather than serve or worship any other God except their own God. So um, the same person that put them in fire was the one that was giving the testimony and saying, oh, praise be the God of, of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then you see that God's name was being exalted, even in that situation. A lot of people will say, oh, if he's the living God, if he's um, the I am, the, I, I, I am that I am, if he's the greatest of all, why did he even allow them to go into the fire? But you see that even inside the fire, he was with them, and then his name was exalted, and of course, they came out of that situation victorious. So no matter what that situation is, I don't know if it's fire, if it's water, no matter what it is, God is with you and then God is definitely going to bring you out of that situation. And of course, his name will be glorified in that situation. So um, one, one other reason why um, we go through tribulations is to test God. God allows us to go through tribulations so our, our faith and trust in him can be tested. We'll see how um, in, in, in Daniel... Daniel 3 verse 28, how um, Nebuchadnezzar said, um, Then Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He sent his angels 
to rescue his servants who trusted in him. So at this point in time, the, despite everything that happened, every, despite how the fire was, was I mean, um, how hot the fire was, he, they still trusted that God um, would take them out of that situation. And then we we'll see such type of examples across the scriptures. So one of the reasons why we go through tribulation is so our faith and our trust in God can be tested. And then one way also, one reason why we go through tribulation is to test our authenticity and our genuineness. To test our authenticity and our genuineness. We can see how Job experienced um, all he did experience because of the fact that oh, God boasted and said, um, told Satan, have you seen my servant? Have you, have you met um, Job? I mean, there's no man like him, all of that. God boasted about, about Job. And then um, Satan said, is it not because of all the things that you've given to him? That's why he's boasting. And then um, because, of, because of the fact that God boasted about him, and then um, Satan and God, God said, okay, you can take everything that I've given to him, uh, but don't touch his life. And then that was God. They were testing his genuineness and testing his authenticity. So if you say um, if you, you're sure of something, you're sure of your work with God, you're sure of his assignment that he has given to you, sometimes we'll go through tribulations. We'll go through one or two things that would happen and then shake, shake us to see if um, what we've had is or, or who we are as we're genuine or we're authentic about the call or we're authentic about the message or authentic about our belief in God. So you see that most times people, fake people in quotes, um, they would say fake people don't last because um, when when someone when someone is is um, championing something and then they are not they are doing it because they have another motive behind it, it's not God that has sent them. You say give them time. When a little tribulation comes, it will shake them off or bounce them off balance. So once what you are convinced. Um, about what you're, you're sure about, no matter the storm, no matter the wind, you would stay and you would be stuck to that particular assignment or that particular course, as the case may be. So sometimes God allows us to go through some things or some things. He allows some things to happen to see if it is because of what he has given to us or because of what we have or because of a particular thing. We're holding on to something and then it looks like, oh, this because we love God. That's why we doing what we're, what we're doing so one of the reasons why tribulations come it is to test our authenticity it is to test our uniqueness so one also one reason also why we face um tribulations also is to bring forth our uniqueness it is to bring forth our uniqueness sometimes or, or some things would happen in our lives or in our life journey that would um that will bring out other stuffs that uh, we didn't even know that was there uh, i'm sure many of us have gone through one or two things and then maybe there was a lot of pressure and then you're able to handle stops that normally you would think you'd be able to handle just one and then you went through something and then you could do maybe 10 things or five things at a time or bring forth something despite the pressure so most times pressures come to bring out our uniqueness you see that gold or diamond that that a lot of people would um kill for some people would die for um can only it is only appreciated when it has gone through a lot of pressure when it has gone through um the different processes for it for it to become that pressure jewel so for us for that uniqueness for that stuff that god has put in us to come alive for that thing that god has put placed in us to 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 the beauty of it to comfort sometimes we will go through tribulations and god will allow us go through some of those things 
for that our uniqueness to come alive so i'm sure i'm sure as i'm saying this a lot of us have been in that situation where um you didn't know you could do something until you had a lot of pressure that was on you so that is one of the reasons why we face tribulations so david david didn't know that he could um kill a lion or kill the bear until he was faced with that i mean if if he was um he was going through he was doing the, his father's job uh, as a shepherd boy and then no bear came to take his sheep no lion came he wouldn't have known that he would be able to tear apart um, um, a lion or, or a bear. But I mean, because that came, that was what brought forth the minds that was in him. I mean, uh, I also would see how, even in the life of Samson, I think Samson is one very fantastic, or one of my favorite characters in the Bible. Um, he didn't know he would kill as much Philistines as he did um, at the latter end of his, of his life. But when he was faced in that situation, he asked God for, for that ability and then God granted him. So most times when we go through tribulations, it is because God wants to bring forth something out of our lives. It's because God wants to um, raise up something from our lives. That is why one of the reasons why we go through tribulations. So that thing that you're going through might just be because God wants to bring forth something out of your life at this point in time. So no matter what the circumstance may be, no matter what the tribulation may be, God has, even in those tribulations, even in those circumstances, God has his plans for us. One one reason also why we face um, tribulations is to enlarge our capacities, to enlarge our capacities. Sometimes trials come to expand or enlarge what we can handle. Like um, the example I cited that a lot of us wouldn't know that we can handle some things until we are faced with pressure, until we are faced with circumstance, or until something went wrong, and then eventually that stuff just um, comes out of us. Um, I, I can cite um, a lot of, of stories, but okay, let me cite one. I think there's, there's one of um, um, one, one very great evangelist, Renard Bunky, and then the, the healing and the evangelistic uh, mantle and everything came off when um, there was a bit of pressure and there was a bit of uh, an un, unplanned situation so he had a program planned and then the minister that um, they, they invited before then he had told people oh there's, there's a great man coming that is going to heal bring the, the lame bring everybody and then eventually the man came but the man said god said i should leave and then inside of all of that his healing man so everything came forth so um, our capacities most times are being enlarged at the place of of doing tribulations. Doing tribulations after trials comes comes growth. After going through anything, we gain experience, and then in turn we have we grow in that aspect or that situation. There are a lot of things that happened to us a few years ago that even when they happen now, it looks like nothing. But at that particular time that it happened, it was a big deal. But right now, because we have experience, we've grown in that aspect and the like so um also one of the reasons um uh, my final point on that um i'll read second corinthians 2 verse 11 to keep satan from taking advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his schemes so um i would i would all of what i've said this would be missing if i don't say that we are not um of course we are aware of the devices of the enemy we are aware of the wickedness of the devil so um we are not ignorant of his schemes and we're not ignorant of his wickedness. So 
just like Job was minding his business, was doing his everyday, his, he was living without any issue or whatever. And then, but the devil was planning for him. So we are not, we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. Of course, tribulation, some might be um, because of all the things I've listed. And then also the devil is the devil that, um, of course, will just stay. Because one, one thing we have to notice, as far as we have Christ in us, we are, we are threats, we're threats to the devil and then he wouldn't leave us. There is always a constant fight um, for us. So we are not ignorant of that. No matter what, um, what our, even if you say you, you don't touch the devil, it's just one of those things. So we're not ignorant of that also. So um, we have to know that because we have Christ in us, whether we step on the devil or we don't step on him, he will definitely, he is the devil. We can, we can help. So on First Peter 5, verse 8 says, Be sober, be vigilant, because your adversary the devil walks about like a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. And then this is sweet because he said seeking whom, it means that he can't devour everybody. He can't devour everybody. Um, it's especially when you put him in his place and then we put him in his place by the word, by the application of the word and the like, we'll still get into that. Um, so the, the devil, he would always make plans, but his plans over our lives would definitely fail. In Genesis 50 verse 20, we see that um, it reads, but as far as, but as for you, as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good in order to bring it about, about as it is this day to save many people alive. So no matter what the devil does, no matter all his plans, every of his orchestrations and all of that, we know that he cannot get to us. We have, um, once we put him in that, we put him in his place and then we put in some measures to, to make sure that despite whatever he does, um, it wouldn't hurt us. It's just just um, like Job, no matter what he did, Job didn't, didn't give, give in to the, the, the devices of the enemy. He didn't give in to what the devil planned. He didn't curse God. He didn't give up on God. He was still with God and then he came out victorious. So we are not ignorant of the devices of the devil. So some tribulation comes because of the wickedness of the enemy. But then, despite that tribulation, despite whatever he chose at us, we, call, we would always come out victorious. We would always come out victorious. So what do we do in times of tribulations? What do we do in times of tribulations? One, first, firstly, one thing we should do, and then one thing that we must do at every point in time. And then this, this also is not applicable to just in, um, when we're, we're in tribulation. This should be our daily lifestyle. Number one is trust and focus on God. Trust and focus on God. Isaiah 26 verse 3 says, You keep in perfect peace. You keep in perfect and constant peace. The one whose mind is steadfast. That is committed and focused on you in both inclination and character. Because he trusts and takes refuge in you with hope and confidence expectation. With hope and confidence expectation. So don't see the, the situation or circumstances. See God. Focus on God. No matter what the devil, the devil throws at you. No matter what you're going through at the moment. No matter what it is. Focus on God. Don't see the situation or the tribulation or the trials or the storms. See God. So see what God has done. See what God can do. Um, Instead of focusing on what what you can't change, focus on who can change the situation. Instead of being worried about 
oh, what do I do in this situation? What, how can I do this? How can I do that? Focus on God. So we'll see in Matthew 6, 27, and who, who of you by worrying can add one hour to the length of his life? Which of us can? I mean, if you're going through situations, you're going through tribulations, one of the best things that we can do for ourselves is to focus on God. Because no matter how we worry or cry or sorrow about whatever the circumstance may be, we can't um, add or change, make any, any change to it. We, what, the change that we can make in a situation is to focus on God. Is to focus on God. So if we stay with God, we will, we will experience an end to every ugly situation. If we stay with God, we will experience an end um, in every ugly situation. The, the time of tribulation isn't a time to forsake God. It is a time to be with, to be with God even more. We'll see that um, a lot of people will go through stuff and then they'll say, Oh, I'm no more worshipping God again. He's, if, he, if, he, if he was um, a true God, if he was a loving God, if he... Um, was merciful, he would have stepped in for me. Oh, because this happened, um, I think that's very peculiar. That's very common. You see a lot of people say, oh, I, I'm, I'm not going to church again. If God is this and this and that, he wouldn't have done this and this and that and that. So, that in, in, in during situ, um, tribulations, one of the things that will not give, the, the, um, the chances will not give the enemy is to um, forsake God, God in that situation. One of the best things we can do is to focus on God, see God in that situation, and then even be with God even more. So, um, Jeremiah 17, verse 7 to 8 says, But blessed are those who trust in the Lord and have made the Lord their hope and confidence. They are like trees planted along a river bank with roots that reach deep into the water. Such trees are not bothered by the heat or worried by long months of drought. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. Their leaves stay green and they never stop producing fruit. So despite whatever it is, despite um, the situation, the tribulation, the storms, one thing is for sure is to trust in God and stay connected, stay with God. And then of course our leaves will be dry and then we will never stop producing fruit. One thing also for us to do um, during times of tribulation is to pray. Secondly, is to pray. Thessalonians 5 verse 17 says, Be, be unceasing and persistent in prayer. Be unceasing and persistent in prayer. This is one thing we should do, whether or not we are going through tribulations, whether or not things are rosy, whether or not things are going um, the way it should go. In every season, despite whatever it is, we should pray always. As Christians, prayers, prayer is one thing that isn't negotiable. Prayer is one thing that isn't negotiable. So we have to pray always. We have to commune with the Father always. So it isn't um, prayer isn't something we should do today and not do tomorrow. It, should, it shouldn't be that, oh, I pray today, I'm not going to pray tomorrow. This is something that we should do out of season and in season. And then, of course, you can join us. We pray daily. Every day um, by 12 a.m. to 12.30 so you can join us and then be a part of that. Prayer is one thing, like I said, prayer is one thing that we should do every day, daily, without ceasing. So one thing also that we need to do, thirdly, what we need to do in times of tribulation is we must equip ourselves with the Word of God. We, we must equip ourselves with the Word of God. And then like I said before I, before I started, this this. All of this point is something that we should do even if there is no 
tribulation. It is best done even without tribulation when everything is fine. Um, this should be our lifestyle. So should equip ourselves with the word of God. The word of God is food for our feet. It is fuel for our feet. The survival of our feet is dependent on the word of God or it is determined by the word of God. So we therefore need to guide or protect our feet and then by doing that we have to equip our feet and equip ourselves constantly with the word of God. We need to equip ourselves constantly with the word of God. Proverbs 4.20 says, My son, attend to my words, consent, consent and submit to my sayings. 21 says, Let them not depart from your sight. Keep them in the center of your heart. 22 says, For they are life to those who find them, healing and health to all their flesh. 23 says, Keep and guard your heart with all vigilance, and above all that you do, and above all that, and above all that you guard, that you guard it. For out of it flow those springs of life. So when we're faced with trials, when we're faced with circumstances, or um, we're faced with a storm, one of the things that we should, that should, um, that we should react with, or from um, the standpoint, should be the word of God. We should react to that situation with the word of God. We should react to that trial with the word of God. The word of God to us or in us should be what we use to speak to that circumstance. It should be what we use to speak to that tribulation. It should be what we use to um, talk to that situation or that circumstances. So we should equip ourselves with the word of God. We should equip ourselves with the word of God. If we have the word of God, we have everything. If we have the word of God, we have everything. Matthew 4, 4 says, But Jesus replied, It is written, um, emphasis on it is written, and it remains, and, and forever remains written. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes out of the word of God. So this this is um, after Jesus came out from fasting, and then the devil was tempting him. And then what he reacted or what he used in that situation or in that in that time was the word of god he used he reacted with the word of god he reacted to the situation with the word of god luke 24 verse 44 also says then he said to them this is what i told you while i was still with you everything which has been written about me in the law of moses and the writings of the prophet and the psalms must be fulfilled so despite um jesus is saying here this i think this is after um he resurrected he was saying that everything that was written about me before now and um would this is what would actually happen they must be fulfilled and then it means that for what has been written for you to know what has been written it means that you've digested um what was written there for you to actually even know what was written there in the first place. so we have to equip ourselves with the word of god we have to um be dogged in our in our in our intake of the word of god so that in every situation or whatever comes our way or that circumstances or tribulation or trials that comes we would definitely um react to it with the word of god so there is no defeating a worded christian there is no defeating a worded christian because the word of because the word of of the of, because the word of god is life to him or her so the word of god is the life wire of a christian the word of God is the life wire of the Christian. Romans 10 verse 17 says, So then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We can't go anywhere in life without faith. We can't go anywhere in life without faith. And faith is built by the word of God. Like I said earlier, faith is equipped. Faith is the, um, the word of God is full of faith. 
The word of God is the life wire for faith. The word of God is life for faith. So for um, our faith to be able to be stirred up and then for us to be able to overcome everything that comes our way um, by faith, we have to be equipped with the word of God. We have to equip ourselves with the word of God. We have to ingest and digest the word of God. Um, we have to, there's nothing like an overdose of the word of God, but if there is, we have to overdose ourselves with the word of God. So he, um, Hebrew, Hebrew 11 verse 6 says, Well, without faith, it is impossible to walk with God and please Him. So not just pleasing God, but also walking with God. You can't, um, without faith, you can't do that. And then, for whoever comes near to God must necessarily believe that God exists and that He rewards those who earnestly and diligently seek Him. At times of tribulation, um, the Word of God is most important for us. And then it is an important tool for our outcome. At times of tribulation, at times of um, setbacks, at times of of storms or whatever the case may be, or whatever we're facing at the time, one thing that is very, very important is the Word of God. So um, all of what I've said, everything that we've discussed, this is one very thing that is very important. Of course, we've highlighted that tribulations will come, so it is not a matter of... Um, we wouldn't face them. So when we face them, like I said, one thing that is very important is one, focus on God, trust in God, pray always, and then thirdly, and then lastly, because of time, is for us to equip ourselves with the Word of God. I hope that you've been blessed today by today's episode of Time Out with Literature Emmanuel. Thank you so much for staying with us, and then I've been blessed. I know you have. Then if you have, please feel free to share the, the link um, when it's out, and then of course the video is going to be saved on Instagram. Um, it's going to be on YouTube. It's also you can find us on Spotify, on Apple, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, basically everywhere for you to um, rewatch or re-listen to this episode of Time Out with Train Manuel. Thank you so much for staying with me tonight. I had I sure had an amazing time. So um, before the week runs out, um, updates for the next. Um, live should be on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday by 9 p.m. We'll have an amazing session, an amazing episode of Time Out with Chairman. And then I will be having a guest, and it's going to be an amazing time. So don't miss out on Time Out with Chairman. Thank you so much to everyone that stayed, um, and then everyone that will listen to this again. Thank you so much. And then also for emphasis, like I said earlier, we pray every night from every day from 12 a.m. to 12 p.m. 12 a.m. to 12.30, rather, sorry. Um, from 12 a.m. to 12.30, and then um, you can send me a DM, or, yeah, you can send me a DM, and then the link, and then the link is always on all of my socials. So thank you so much for joining and staying with me on Time Out to Chiché Manuel. God bless you, and then do have a wonderful night rest.